Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Today we have my friend Shelly Kovar all the way from Michigan. Welcome, Shelly. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I am too. It took um, twisting Shelly's arm to get her to be on the podcast, but she finally agreed. <laughs> a teeny bit, a little teeny tiny bit. <laughs> so Shelly, the reason I wanted to have her on is she has um, a remarkable story about how she went from just a day job, 37 years working at a newspaper in marketing and branding. And then she, I want to hear about this, but you got the urge to sort of start doing things a little differently by using social media. Is yes. that right? Yes, I did. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I want you to walk me through so many women who listen to this podcast have been at the same job for a while and they're starting to feel like restless or just sort of wondering what else is out there, but they have all this self-doubt. They have all these reasons why they can't move, why they can't, um, you know, tweak what they're doing. So tell us about when you first started thinking like, is there something more? Should I do something different? Sure. I'm happy to share that. Um, I've probably always, ever since I was a little girl, had that little entrepreneurial spirit there. You know, my dad, um, he, he was self-employed, he was a tile setter. And, um, I always saw how he could go out and make things basically out of nothing. He could mm -hmm. create something amazing. And, um, it was always drilled into me that you go and you work for somebody else because that's the safe thing to do. And I needed that. Um, but I always, I had lemonade stands and I made <laughs> little crafts, um, when I started at the newspaper, I always did little side things. I don't know why I tried it. I tried making uh, greeting cards for a while and selling those. Yes, I had, this one's very interesting. I had a paint chip repair business for vehicles. So wow. I'd go and spray paint the little paint chips on cars. <laughs> um, I did that for a couple of years. Um, I had started a little bit of a cooking, um, healthy cooking thing. Um, I've done lots and lots of different things, but always had that job to fall back on yeah. to at the daily news that was always there. And, oh, uh, four, three, four years ago, I had a customer of mine. When I walked in, they asked me, they said, Hey, I, I need help with my social media. Is that anything that you do? And I said, Oh no, 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 I don't do anything like that. And I went home that night and I thought about it and I thought, why don't I do that? You know, I yeah. can still work with the people that I love. It's something that, you know, everybody's on for like two and a half hours a day. They're on social media 
and these business owners needed some help. So I went back and said, tell me more what you're looking for. Yes. And this is huge because when people start asking you for things, you have to pay attention because a lot of times that means there's a, a, uh, an opening in the market for it. Nobody else was mm-hmm. filling that need. And B, they felt like you had the skills that you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I went with it. Yeah. And it's just kind of tumbled down from there. You know, I thought, yeah, this will be great. I know Facebook. I didn't know I was <laughs> diving into the deep end of the pool because it was a, a lot to learn. I'm feeling much, much better now um, with all of the trainings. I mean, really a lot of it was self-taught and taking lots of courses and classes, um, but it's been a great journey. Well, when that person asked you if you could help with social media, were you already on Facebook a lot? Were you one of those who was on it every day? No, I actually didn't have a Facebook t- page until about five years ago. So maybe like a year <laughs> or two before he even asked me that. Um, so no, I was not that. Um, and I'll say a big, a big influence was where I worked because uh, social media coming into the marketplace is kind of a threat for newspapers. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm proud of the place that I work for because they, they do have an online version. We have to be able to cater and we all have to be able to evolve, um, as technology in our world evolves. And so they have done that too. And this is something that they don't offer. Um, and mine's just really a way to help these small business owners that I love that are really my family. If I've been working with them for 30 plus years, a lot of them. Yeah. So it took me a while to figure out what you do, (laughs) what Mm -hmm. you do. But then when I realized what you do, it's amazing because you live in a really small town. I do. Yeah. Our town is uh, 10,000 people and, um, 4th of July weekend, we become a town of 40,000 people because we're right on Lake Michigan. So Ah. everybody comes here in the summer, but we are a teeny, teeny, tiny town. But Shelly, it's not like you live in a big city and I picture marketing and branding specialists like living in Atlanta or living in, you know, huge cities, but you live in this small town and y'all, she is not doing like virtual customers like me here. I mean, you may do some of that, but most of your business is from these 10,000 people and only, I mean, there can't be a very big shopping district (laughs) or service industry. Um, but when you think of it, you think of business businesses that are here yeah. in our town, um, and they all do need to market and they all, you know, really social media is a business card. It is a way to be able to always be there and show that you're present and that you're building the no like, and trust factor with your, with your audience and your people. So, um, out of my call list of about 300 businesses, Um, I just go around and see them and saw the need because they do. And, you know, it ranges the gamut. It goes from a, um, a automotive repair place because they need a presence on there to show that they are trustworthy and that you do a hometown handshake. I have a, um, farmer's market, um, that is beautiful. And they always need to say what's in season of the apples are in season right now, or Mm -hmm. they have their pumpkin patch open. So we always need to be marketing even with a small town. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you've also figured out a way to pair businesses, like to pair a bakery and a florist, or can you give us some other examples? Yeah, we did a few different giveaways where we could um, share audiences 
where people might not normally see you. And so if you show up and do maybe a, a live coaching session or a live um, pop-up shop yeah. in somebody else's Facebook page, it's kind of a neat thing if you can partner with a similar business that complements yours and it reach, reaches farther and gets you more notice. And, you know, really social media is free. Um, so we don't want to lose that free opportunity to be able to reach people. Yes. I love that. And you, okay. So you did this for this first guy mm -hmm. and how did you teach yourself for that very first, like advertising on social media? Um, well, I already have a basic marketing background, so I kind of was already familiar with what he wanted to promote. And I just dove in and started to create things. Um, I do find that Canva, if anybody can get Canva, I would highly recommend it. It is free. You do not need the paid version, but that really helps in making graphics for your business and to be able to put onto social media. And you can do everything from videos. I mean, it is amazing what Canva can do. And I just went from there and, and took that class. Um, I, I bought like a little $27 class to teach me how to do Canva. And then um, I just, I think my first online course I took was the KBB course, which was with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. And so what, that made one was, you, what made you decide to do that? Um, I was in need of needing to up level and I started to look around to where I was and I'm like, who's going to teach me what's new out there. I can't look at the same people who are around me. I need to go somewhere else. Oh, and yes. I thought I need to, and it popped up onto my social media. And I thought, yeah. you know, maybe this is something I should really do. And then I saw the price tag and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so scared to do that. But it is the best thing that I ever did was gamble on myself. Yes, Shelly, preach it. I, yeah, well, it is amazing <laughs> because it was $2,000. So I mean, like that to me was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But I said, if I do this, I'm going to make that money back. And I did within three months wow. and paid for that. And then, you know, it's, it's just, it was what I needed. I needed to grow and learn new things because you can't get to where you want to go. If you stay doing the exact same things, you have to learn and grow. That is so true. And it, and if you don't have those people around you, those mentors, I mean, yeah. you can always pay somebody, you can take a course and yeah. find your favorite author or your favorite Ted speaker. And yes. most of the time they have a course that you can do. 100%. Um, yeah. So you did it and you made your money back. Yeah. Yep. And then after that, um, Kathy Heller, I came across her made to do this program. And that one was really one that helped me hone in and really, really get into what I was trying to do and really expand. Cause I started with one customer, ended up with three. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just build upon there cause you have to learn, you kind of have to get in there and make it messy and, uh, be embarrassed because you're like, oh my gosh, that is C plus work, but it, it is so worth it because you, once you get to the other side of the process, you're like, oh, okay, I could do this better. And this, I can tweak that and you evolve and you Yes. Better. Mm -hmm. So you have that learning mindset when you're in these courses, yeah. you're also surrounded by other people who are in the same boat you are totally, and, and they're having self-doubt and, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I don't even know mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that's how we met. I didn't do the same course you did, but we got placed in an accountability group through this yeah. other 
um, program. So Kathy Heller is a podcaster and her podcast is called um, Don't Keep Your Day Job. So anyway, that's how Shelly and I met. And I was, like I said, just blown away that she is in this small town and she's been at the same job. And then she just grew like a plant. You just grew, grew out of your pot. (laughs) Well, and I will say there was something that did make me really listen to this um, customer that approached me is the management changed at the paper with one particular person. And it just made me uncomfortable. It, It just was like, I, this is not, I don't know. I can't explain it. Very nice person. I have no problems with them, but it just wasn't the vibe that I was wanting to even work under anymore. So it, it just kind of got that little fire lit under my bum to kind of say, you know, maybe I should keep pursuing this. Yes, Um, that's so true. So sometimes when you come up against this wall or this block or this situation that you're like, oh, what am I going to do? That is the fire that Mm -hmm. you need, like you said, under your bum to to push you towards (laughs) the next thing. Totally. And yeah. And also you paid even more money for the maid to do this course, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you do that, you're going to bring it. I mean, she's not yeah. going to waste that money. She worked hard for it. Right, Shelly? Very, very much so. And I looked at it as investing back into the company, because if I didn't keep growing, I was just going to stay where I was at. And once you get that little taste of a new possibility or you meet new people like you mm-hmm. um, and Andrea and everybody, you know, you meet these new people and you're like, I need more of this. It just starts to fill your cup where you don't feel so drained. And I don't know, I just kind of get addicted to it, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) No, I think it's true. And I was writing a, um, like working on a blog post the other day about sort of your, your tribe or your, I call it your board of directors. I think I got that from a book I read and I feel like you're on my board of directors. (laughs) You're the, you're the marketing specialist, (laughs) but, um, yeah. So I know if I need some, um, encouragement to like do a reel or, and for those of you who don't know what a reel is, it's like this thing you do on Instagram where you, you look silly or you feel like you look silly, but you just do it anyway, because it makes you, (laughs) it makes you, I guess, more of a real person. (laughs) And and it's short form video is what it is for your business. And right now that is being really favored well in the algorithm for Instagram. So Instagram is pushing that out farther than what you would with a feed store, you know, feed post or anything else. Yeah. So reels are a huge way to grow. And you have to think, so I have I don't, I don't have a giant following on Instagram, maybe a couple hundred people, but my reels are getting 1700 views and 1500 views. So there really is power behind that in getting your message out farther. Mm -hmm. So anybody who, you know, you, you're just having fun with it. And it's, it's kind of nice because they're short form videos. You can make a mistake and re-record. It's not like sitting in front of a screen doing this long webinar. Yes. And I also wanted to point out when you were talking about you invested in, I think you said the company, but really we're all our own company. Yeah. So even though I'm working medicine, um, 
there's a PA named Jason and he's always said, I've thought he thinks of himself as his company, Mm -hmm. even though he's always worked for a physician or for a medical group, he's always thought of himself as his own company. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's all great. Shelly has a company. (laughs) I mean, we all do. We're all our own company and you have to invest in yourself. A company of one. Yes. Yeah. But I do. I, I, yeah, I looked at my husband, you know, my husband's a builder and he needs to take continuing education. That's what you do. So to me, it was a no brainer. You, I have to do that or else I won't be able to keep Mm -hmm. growing. So, yeah. And then when we were talking about the board of your board of directors or your, who you surround yourself with, you really like Shelly has, I bet you have several groups of people like online in different parts of the country that you kind of correspond with who push you to be a better version of yourself. Definitely. I have two different accountability groups. And then I also have um, people here locally. I mean, once you start working with people, you find out what some of their things that they're looking for. And then you just become a family really is what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you did the first, you um, helped the first guy out and then you got your next, you said you built up to three customers. Mm -hmm. And then what time period was this? Like, how long did it take you to? Oh, that was within probably two months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had them very, very quickly Um, because I knew certain ones that I loved working with. Uh Um, And then I went into the lovely COVID time uh, when all of that happened and it got very scary there. But then that's when I thought, you know, now's the best time ever to be able to invest in learning. So that's why I dove into all of that. Cause I thought I would never have time like that again to learn. And once I got out of that, um, it was probably two months after that, that I went out and just said, okay, I'm going to start calling on people. So I gained three more that next month. Um, and then in March of this year, it went up to 11, you know, regular customers that I write for each month. So So Shelly's writing their post and then you, you, most of them, don't you have them on a schedule so that, you know, if it's an automotive shop, you post something every, I don't know how often, but yeah, what I do is I'll, I, for him, I do every single day just because they're a lot bigger business and he wants to be out there. Then there are other clients that only want to go maybe um, 15 days out of the month that I write posts for. I have some that are just maybe four or eight times in the month. Um, I really uh, tailor it to what that client needs um, the most for them. Some people want to post it for themselves Mm -hmm. and I just create the content. I schedule a photo session with them, go in and take a few photos in their shop that month. Um, and we batch our content. So I have them bring like four different outfits or jackets and they can switch out to each one while I do a picture of each one. And so it looks like we are taking a new picture every single day, but we're batching our work and working smarter not harder. And then I go back, create it all and email it to them so that then they can post it or they can hire me to post it. It doesn't matter. It is genius. And it sounds so simple when you say it, Uh, you know, you batch, (laughs) like I batch my cooking, I batch my charting, I batch a lot of stuff and um, you're just, you figured out a way to do it as a business. So that's amazing. And you can do that with reels too. You batch your filming of your reels. It's much faster. You just have your three outfits out and then you just go in and you Hmm. film them and you get them all done. And then you save them as a draft in your, on your Instagram. 
and then you go in and add the text um, when you're ready to post it. Yeah. I'm thinking you're going to get people asking you about this. So get your course ready. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Shelly, was there, um, did, did you have a moment where you were like, I can't do this. What am I doing? Oh, yes. All the time. All the time I do. <laughs> so what do you do? What do you tell um, yourself? Or do you have a friend who's a mentor and like boost you up or? No, you know what? I, I definitely seek out positive podcasts. I do have a meditation that uh, meditation app it's um, meditation school is what it's called with yeah. David Handelman. I, he is just the bomb. I highly recommend that anytime mm. to anybody. He also has one called the sleep, um, the um, oh sleep podcast. Mm -hmm. I'll have to think about that one. And um, I, and I look for those positive mentors. I mean, really somebody like Mel Robbins with her high five challenge right now is fascinating to me. Um, and I'm, I just pick myself up. We're all going to have good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's not a problem. And when I run up to something that is a big challenge for me, I have to give myself six hours. Usually oh. um, it's gotten shorter, shorter from 12 to about six <laughs> where I need to process it and think it's, it's okay, Shelly. And then once I go through that afterwards, I'm like, you know what, we're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to go try again because I'm not for everybody. Not everybody needs what I have. Yeah. So we, there's a divine plan there for mm -hmm. all of us and the right customer will come to me. And if I make a mistake, I think the biggest critic is myself mm -hmm. <laughs> and I need to learn to forgive myself as well. Yes. Um, and that's part of the growing process and thinking, you know what, we're all human. We're going to make mistakes and it's okay. Yeah. And so to me, a reel is fun because I can make fun of myself mm -hmm. and bring the humor to it and make it lighter than what it is. Yes. So. I remember one you did with your big hair. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> you, you have a lovely hair and, yes. and I thought it was so cute that I don't even remember what the reel was about, but yeah, it caught my eye. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's just bringing humor to it. Yeah. Because I tend to be very analytical and very like in the moment. Um, I love people who are, who are funny. I just don't think I'm funny all the time. Yeah. But Reels allows me to be funny. So, and I remember one time we were on our accountability call and you, you felt like you'd made a big mistake and I don't, think now you may see it that way, but it was some, something to do with the Facebook algorithm and you're not supposed to, um, do a promotion or something. Yes, that. that's right. It yeah. Yeah. Totally. To do with that. And you were like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. And, yes. but I mean, you're going to make, you, you have no that's way it. of knowing all the little Facebook rules and. Yep. Yep. And it's a great learning process. I mean, I have gained so much knowledge from where I was three years ago when I started. Yeah. And um, so in essence, it was David Gandelman said, experience comes with good judgment, but good judgment comes from experience. bad experiences. Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> what really what it is because you, you learn as you go. And that's, that's how I definitely learn as I go. So, yeah. And then, so you're still at your job at the newspaper, right? I am. I am there right now, but I am very, very close to hopefully being able to either retire and do this full time yes. or find some kind of a transition. You know, right now I'm 
just trying to follow my heart. My, both of my kids uh, ended up leaving within about three weeks of each other um, to go and one bought a house, one went to college. So it's kind of strange to get all those changes at once. So I am definitely looking at to see what the next step is and what's right for me. Yeah. Cause you basically get to write your next chapter. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and a wonderful opportunity, you know, and this is what I've always dreamed of is try to try and build this. So it's Mm -hmm. amazing. I love it. I'm grateful every day, every day. Grateful. I got to meet you. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You know, if you could go back and give yourself some advice, like six years ago, like right before all this started and what would you tell yourself? You're not stupid. Mm -hmm. I've said that to myself (laughs) 54 years, probably. Um, I always thought I wasn't smart enough to be able to learn new things. And, um, I found out that I can, and that I can do tech stuff. Yes. So don't be afraid to learn and don't be afraid to do C plus work. It's okay. You don't have to be a perfectionist. Your C plus work may just give you a nice retirement. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Well, Shelly, where can our listeners find you? I am at a fresh take with Shelly on Instagram and Facebook. And it's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. You got it. All right. Thanks, Shelly. You are so wonderful, Hope. I love you and adore you. And you're doing great work in the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shelly. That was so good. Okay, here's the take-home points. Number one, pay attention when multiple people start asking you for your advice or to do something for them. This means that there's a need in the market and it means they believe you're good at it. Number two, even in a small town, you can be an entrepreneur and grow a business. The key is to build the know, like, and trust factor. Nurture it. Look for a need and fill it. Number three, when you need to up-level but you don't have teachers around you to help you grow, invest in yourself. Sign up for a course or a class. You can't get where you want to go if you don't have people around you to teach and push you to grow. Number four, use discomfort to make you grow or light a fire under your bum. Number five, you are the company. You're your own company. You need to invest back in the company. Being around high-energy people will fill up your cup. Look at it as continuing education. Invest in yourself. Seek out positive podcasts, books, and mentors. Number six, work smarter, not harder. Batch your to-dos, whether it's uh, making posts for social media, whether it's cooking, whether it's doing all the laundry at one time. If you batch it, it's going to be a lot smoother. Number seven, you don't have to be everyone's perfect person. When you make a mistake, you are your biggest critic. Instead, use the discomfort of imperfection to make you grow. Don't be afraid of C-plus work. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I would also love it if you would leave a review on Apple iTunes. That helps me reach more people. So please do it. 
And lastly, if you want more of what you heard today, you can go on over to my website at hopethepa.com. And I have created this little amazing free ebook called Your Guide to Hacking the Life Machine. And you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. It has lots of yummy things in it. All right, y'all take care and I will see you next week.